Hey, welcome everybody. This is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. Stress, everybody has it. Everybody has it. So how do we deal with it? How do we eliminate the bad stuff? And how can we use stress to actually reboot or reconfigure in a positive manner for success at every level? Well, joining us is registered psychologist, Dr. Gans Ferentz. How you doing? Hey, I'm good. Are you? Uh, is this all the first one's always a little? It's a little nerve wracking at our end, but you've done a lot of this stuff, and so, I love it. I, <laughs> and all your stuff to this point sounds absolutely sensational. But I thought on the first one, mm-hmm. this is kind of me talking to you rather than the other way around. This is a new adventure, the podcast. But stress is such a great topic because, as I said off the top, we all deal with it. Some of us deal with it better than others, but this is where we plan to take everybody in this yeah, series. Absolutely. Stress, what what fascinated you about this topic? <laughs> well, like you said, Bryn, it's like everybody has it, right? And, and, and I've seen it so much in my practice over the last 25 plus years, you know, and also like experienced it myself. And I know... <laughs> I know exactly what it does. I know I know it from like an academic sense, like from learning about it, but I also know from a personal sense. And it's it's brutal, right? And stress attacks whatever the weakest link is in your physiology, but also in your relationships and also in your way of, of producing things, your productivity and the way you you act, right? So I can't tell you, well, I'll tell you some stories about how a couple of times when I got stressed out and how it helped me learn all about it. Is crippling a good word to use here? Because for some people, that's what it does. Well, you know, and when we're talking about stress, we're talking about stuff that people understand, like anxiety or depression or overwhelm or, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder or burnout. I mean, it's, it's the stress is a huge umbrella that a lot of different, uh, shows up in a lot of different ways for a lot of different people. But the bottom line is if you don't have a good handle on it, if you're not clear about what it is or what to do about it, it can be crippling in many, many ways. Don't laugh when I say this, but I keep hearing people say to me, there's good stress and there's bad stress. Is that true? Sure. I mean, you know, you can look at it that way, right? The good stress. Okay. So let me back up a little bit. Okay. So basically any type of change that happens in your life or your physiology, sometimes you're not even aware of it, right? But your body changes or whatever. Okay. You could qualify, you could, you could, uh, you could, uh, uh, qualify that as stress okay okay? yeah so it's so if you're changing so if you're uh challenged you know there's a mountain you want to climb it okay you're you're used to living on the bottom you want to get to the top but that's that's kind of stressful right but it's not it's not the stress that we consider oh no this is a terrible thing so a little bit of change a little bit of activation the system is actually quite healthy and it helps you have like you know purpose and focus and that sort of thing but, but, you know, generally what we're talking about, when most people think about stress, they're thinking about the stuff that's, that's negative. Well, the focus of these podcasts is to focus on stress and what you can do to deal with it on a regular basis. But today, this is all about fun. We need to find out a little bit about you. <laughs> now, we podcast from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, but where are you from? Are you from this area? Okay, so I grew up here. I, okay. I actually started, I, I, I came here when I was about three or four, and so I grew up in Edmonton. 
I spent time in Calgary, believe it or not, for two years. And then I was uh, down in the States. I was in Michigan for five years. I was in Chicago for a year. Then I came back and I was in Fort McMurray, Alberta for like eight years. I lived there and then back down in Edmonton here now. Fort Mac. Yes. It's a stressful place for a lot of people, is it not? Very, very stressful place. Very. Okay. Family guy too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Two kids, wife. And I'm originally from the Caribbean. I'm from a beautiful island called Antigua. Yep. 365 white sand beaches, one for every day of the year. So we'll Are you being paid by the uh, the association, <laughs> the tourist association? Because I keep hearing that about, about that beautiful country. Oh, it's great. It's great. So... <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, family guy. Love, love my family. You know, one of my favorite things is to spend time with the kids and we got to hang out this, this weekend. And, you know, so we like doing stuff like uh, watching TV, you know, we love movies. All of us love movies. We're kind of nerds. So we, you know, practice Harry Potter day and, uh, you know, love Star Trek and the superhero movies and stuff, but it's, it's great. It's, it's fun. And, you know, the big thing for me is, you know, you got the kids for a limited amount of time, so you want to use it and, Spend time with them and hopefully build a good relationship so when they leave, they, can, they know they can call back on you when they need you. I'm sure on one podcast, you know, we can talk about the stress and how it affects men and women, mm-hmm. but kids. Oh, man. Man, oh, man. I, do you think that their their stress level would be a little a little more off the, the magnitude scale than it would be for us? Well, well, it depends. depends what's going on. Like, I mean, first of all, I think kids today have way more stress than they did say 10 years ago, but for sure even 40 years ago. Yeah. You know, today I was talking to somebody about uh, social media and stress and there was a, there was a uh, study that came out saying that, you know, the more social media that people consume, especially kids, I think they looked at um, junior high kids for four years, they followed them through. They found that their depression levels went way up because of that. And, you know, 30 years ago, we didn't have information coming at us all the time like that. And so we as kids would grow up and it's like, you know, if our, if our parents wanted to shield us from something, they kind of could. Yeah. You know, now you can't, right? It's pretty All tough. this stuff is everywhere. So, and if they don't have a, a box to put it in, it could be quite stressful for them. Well, I'm sure that that'll be something we'll address a little bit later on. If you're wondering uh, what we're all about, this is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast, and we're talking about stress. You can check us out on Facebook, too. Just uh, check out Ask Dr. Gans. What steered you in this direction? Like, for some people, they I always knew I wanted to be a broadcaster, mm-hmm. and I knew that from grade 7 on. But for you, what, what got you rolling? <laughs> so... Look at, I would hang out with my friends and weird thing, everybody wanted to come and talk to me and tell me all their stuff, right? And it's like, hey. Really? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's just a weird thing. And so, you know, I did that and it was, you know, it was was nice. It was gratifying and I've I've been the kind of go-to person in my my family for quite a while. And, you know, so it was good. But then also, you know, my childhood wasn't the greatest, right? Um, There was a lot of conflict, uh, a lot of like verbal abuse. My dad was basically you know, a dry alcoholic. So all the issues around alcohol, but none of the fun, I guess. Right. And so, you know, there was a lot of chaos growing up. And, um, so as I was growing up and I kind of saw what was going on and I was not a lot of fun, I wanted to figure out exactly what was, what was happening, why, and what we could do differently. And so I always had an interest in how we worked as humans about human relationships, but about also about um, sort of the potential of our brains, the potential of our minds and what we could do with it when we channeled it in the right way and what we could do to protect it so we didn't, you know, perform badly in, in all areas. So in high school, if you went to a party with your, your friends, were you the kind of guy that would just basically sit in the corner 
and relax and enjoy, but yet you were able to analyze the room, or did you just, <laughs> this came later? It came later. At that point, I wasn't quite as <laughs> plugged in as I, as I am now. I'm just asking because I had friends that always did that, and they had yeah. a really good grasp on on their buddies. So, so you get through, uh, you get through like all of us, high school, mm-hmm. and then you decide to go in this direction. And you had mentioned you were in the U.S., so yeah. I'm assuming that's where you went to uh, get your degree. Well, actually, I got my uh, first degree. The bachelor's was here in Edmonton at University of Alberta. Then I okay. went to a school called Andrews University was in um, Berrien Springs, Michigan. So I was there for my master's and my PhD. And cool thing about Berrien Springs, that's where Muhammad Ali actually retired, right? So he actually had a farm there and, you know, we people would see him. I never saw him the whole five years I was there. But He's one of my heroes. Oh, he's a great guy. I met him, I met him uh, a couple of years later. I went back for graduation. I was in a bookstore and he was there. And so I went up and talked to him, got some pictures. It was awesome. Can we just stay on that for a second, though? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm interested in this. You you piqued my interest. Here's a guy who basically, he, he did his own thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there were a million people that told him, mm-hmm. that is not the way you should do this. You have to follow these mm-hmm. patterns. And he just never did that, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why I always loved him. He basically, he, he, he marched to his own drummer. Absolutely. And I would have to think for somebody like yourself as well, you got to be respectful of that. Oh, yeah, in a, in a big way, right? And, and you know, for me, also being a black man, he, he represents a lot of stuff for me because he is somebody who stood up to the establishment. He is somebody who said, you know what? No, this is wrong and we can't do that. I'm not going to I'm not going to support this. And he took a lot of shit for it, honestly. Oh, right? yeah. You know what I mean? And lost a lot of like opportunities and all sorts of stuff for, uh, for just being connected with his convictions and his beliefs. Right. And that's I, I think that's something that all of us should be very very admirable of, right? It's it's a well, huge thing. Well, when they talked about him being the greatest, it, it crosses like every age. You know, it, his memorial service mm-hmm. in, in Louisville. I still I watch it on occasion. Billy Crystal had one of the all time great eulogies of them all, and he talked about how he spanned he 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 was able to basically go and and trot his own path. Mm-hmm. And I, I, guys, I. I you have to take people like that, and you talk about stress. I'm sure mm-hmm. he had plenty of it, mm-hmm. right? So, well, that's interesting. Well, it's interesting, too, because, like, uh, one of the things that I talk about with my clients or when I'm on, you know, doing a workshop or a, a talk is that um, we can say we want to walk our own path. We can say, I only want to do what I want to do, and I only want to make life work for me, right? And right. all that stuff is very good. But it's hard. It's not for punks, right? It's not for the weak of heart. And this is a great example of that. Muhammad Ali did his own thing, and he was strong enough to deal with all the crap that came at him for the, from the people that didn't want him to do that. And not just people on the outside. It was people in his own, his own camp, right? They were yeah. like, well, you can't do that, Muhammad. You got to do this. And You know what I mean? And he was, he was a person who stood by his convictions and said, okay, no, this is what I think we need to do, and let's go there. The word no adds a lot of stress oh, yeah. to lives, does it not? Yep. This is Ask Dr. Gans, the podcast. And, you know, uh, here we're talking about stress, but you can also check us out online at askdrgans.com. Okay, so, so why stress? It's one thing. There's a lot of things you could have gone mm-hmm. and taken a look at, but stress is a, is a thing that, I think you're most fascinated by it. This is one of the things that I'm fascinated by it. When you told me this is what you wanted to talk about, I thought to myself, I can't get enough information on that. <laughs> well, because we all have it. And the thing, the thing that made it really fascinating for me, I'm, 
I don't know if I'm lazy at heart, but I like to get to the core of stuff, right? And I don't like to, you know, beat around the bush or, or waste a lot of time on surface stuff, right? And if you really cut to the quick of it, stress is one of those things that when you start to deal with that in, a, in the right way, you get a lot of bang for your buck. You take away some stress, you help people manage their stress, or you manage the stress in your own life properly, everything gets better. All the stuff that we deal with around like physical health, even a lot of mental health is either created by stress or, or made worse by stress if, you know, um, if things are going bad for you, right? And so if you can start to understand what that is, understand where it comes from, what, you, what to do about it, you can, you can leverage that time, that energy in such a positive way and have a much better life with like some just little tweaks in a lot of the cases. I, I think it was probably my dad who told me that if you have too much time on your hands, that's, that's, that can add to the stress. Oh, it is. Do you buy that or do, is it better to keep busy? <laughs> okay, so there's a window, right? It's, it's, <laughs> it's, they, so they've done studies and what they found is if you're overworked, if you've got too much work to do, too many demands, it can be stressful, right? If you're not taking breaks, that's, that's, that can be quite stressful. But under stimulation is also quite stressful, especially if you're like at a job or if you're at home and you're bored or whatever, it can be quite stressful. Actually, they find that it's more stressful to be under stimulated than overstimulated. So yes, it, you can, if you're sitting around and not doing anything, that can not be a good situation for you. So since you took this on, mm -hmm. what, what has surprised you the most? And I'm guessing every day there's some new things that, that pop up and you go, wow, I, I didn't see that coming or I read about that somewhere. When it comes to stress, what is, is there one thing that, that mm -hmm. you say is a kind of a common thread with everybody? Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the big things that I've, I've found is that we really don't understand stress the, the full story around stress. Okay. Most people think stress is the traffic, uh, traffic jam or the boss yelling at you or the tax bill or whatever, right? Something external, right? But what it is, is, I mean, that, that stuff plays into it too, but there's also a whole nother level that I call biological or physiological stress, right? And we can also use the term activation for that. And that's stuff that happens in your body and your physiology and in your brain that you may not even be aware of, right? And so that's, that's the commonality that we have throughout everything and everybody is that if we're under that stress or we have um, basically accumulated stress in our bodies that um, has not been dealt with in a proper way, even at rest, you're stressed. Your body is stressed. You don't have any idea. So it's, it's kind of like setting the idle on your car. If it's set right in the factory, it's cool. You know, you can kind of start it and you can idle. But sometimes somebody messes with the pin and it turn, turns it right up. And so even when you're standing still, you're revving at, you know, 2,000 or whatever. And so even at rest, you're having a hard time. And then that means that there's much less buffer for when things happen. Or, you know, you've probably seen people who are very easily overwhelmed or they might, you know, be really irritable or whatever it is. Well, that is the physiological stress that happens. Okay. And we all can be susceptible to that. I, I take it, and having known you for a little bit here, mm. you, you seem to love people, and there's got to be something satis satisfying in the fact that when you're dealing with people and trying to help them get through stress and you can see them start to climb that mountain a little oh, yeah. bit, it's got to make you feel great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and you look at it. it it's, it's gratifying to me to see people's light bulbs 
flip on, flip on, right? Yeah. And just like they, they kind of get us like, oh, really? That's it? This is what's going on? Because there's not only, <laughs> not only do we not understand stress effectively or, or enough of stress, but also I think there's a lot of guilt that people have around certain things, how they act, uh, performance they messed up on or whatever. And when they really understand what's really going on, it's like, oh, that's it? Oh, okay. And just simplifies things for them, right? And they take themselves off the hook, which incidentally reduces their stress, right? And then they can actually start to tweak things in a positive way and get better and enjoy them, enjoy themselves, right? But here's the thing. Not only do I like watching that happen, but I'm selfish because I actually know that if you're doing better and the person next to you is doing better and you know, you're happier, you're nicer with your kids, your kids are going to do better. Well, that's going to drive down the cost of, you know, everything, right? It's going to help your kids to, and everybody around you to be more productive. I mean, we're all going to benefit when any one of us does better, right? So, you know, I'm selfish that way. I want everybody to do well so I can feel better and everything's better in my life. That is a good selfish, by the way. <laughs> That's right. Obviously, we're talking about stress today on the Ask Dr. Gans podcast. You can also check us out on Twitter. Here's the handle. It is at, at Ask Dr. Gans. It's as simple as that. <laughs> at Ask Dr. Gans is the handle on Twitter. You mentioned one little word, and for me, now I went through a cancer battle last year with mm. kidney cancer. Beat it. 100% beat it. But one of the things I learned was to try to simplify things in life. That is easier said than done. But I now look at everything and go, how do I make that easier, not more complex? I got to think that that you see that you've got to see that a million times. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly it, and that's that's everything that I do. I want to make it as simple as possible, highest leverage possible. What's the saying? Work smarter, not harder. Right? Yeah. And so that's what, that's what I want to do, and you know, so stress is the way in, right? Uh, well, I'll tell you a story. Okay, so this. <laughs> This happened to me in my first year of undergrad. All right, and this is this this is the stress story. This is when I really understood it. Um, so I was uh, my first test was uh, midterm in physics. I loved physics. I did really well in in you know high school physics. I I actually still like read quantum physics for fun sometimes. And you know so this was an easy test for me. So I did what I um, was told to do. I showed up early to the uh, lecture theater. So the lecture theater held about five hundred people. Now, I'd come from a, a high school before where the entire population of the high school, the janitor, the teachers, everybody, and there was a, there was a college connected to it, to everybody on the campus was like 300 people, 400 people, right? Yeah. So my one section had more people in it than my entire you know, other existence <laughs> up to that point, right? So anyway, I show up early and I'm calm. I go there with my pencil, my pen, my eraser. I'm good to go. And then people start showing up, other students start showing up, and they look scared. They look worried, and they're stressed, and they're like, oh, no, what's going to happen here? Oh, man, I don't think I studied the right stuff. Dude, did you get this question? Oh, man, this is going to be an awful <laughs> test, right? And I'm there, and I'm saying, well, hmm, I wonder what they're so upset about, right? I mean, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. But then I started to worry that maybe I was too okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Why am I so calm when everybody else <laughs> seems like they're really stressed? Maybe they know something I don't know. And so I started to worry. I started to freak out. And I said, okay, oh, man, this is, this is going to be bad, right? And I started to work myself up. I wasn't trying to, but I started to get worked up. Yeah. By the time I got into the lecture theater, they opened the doors. The, next, the last class went out. I went in. By the time the uh, professor and the TAs came in, I was totally freaked. I was like, I was had visions of the Gestapo and you know what I mean? These guys coming oh, yeah. down. I was freaked out, right? 
And so I got the test. I worked on the test. I answered, uh, there was four questions on the test, right? I answered it, handed it in, left. I said, oh, God, I don't know what I did, right? A couple days later, went to look, for the, look at the scores, failed the test. 25%. Really? Oh, yeah, 25%. So you think I got one question right? No, no. I got part marks on part. So I no, not one question right, okay? So I had to drop the class. And this is this physics, my favorite class, right? Yeah. So um, <laughs> a couple days, I'm, dry, I'm, I'm on the bus. I'm going home. I reach into my pocket of my jacket, and there's this piece of paper, and I pull it out. It's actually the four questions from the physics test, right? So I sat down there on the bus, three minutes, no calculator, no prep. I answered all four questions, got 100%. Right. So. Wow. <laughs> why? Why couldn't I have done that on the test? Stress screwed me over, right? Stress buried me, and because of that, I could not perform to my level. Now, that particular thing, that happens not just in our physical performance of a task or our mental performance of, like, you know, my test, but also happens in our physiology. So if stress is there and it's, it's, it's chronic, then your physiology is also not performing properly too. So that's when we have the chronic stuff show up, like the cancer, like the, the diabetes, like, you know, and we have behavioral problems like, you know, drug addiction or, you know, fights with the spouse or whatever it is. So there are all sorts of really uh, negative things that happen when stress shows up and we don't understand it, we don't know what to do with it. You enjoy speaking, and through this entire series of podcasts, we're going to talk about speaking engagements mm-hmm. and how much you like to get out there. I, I have a feeling that you just like that. It's, it's almost like a one-to-one contact, even though you're talking in front of 300 and 400 people, right? Well, that's the way I like to look at it. <laughs> so we're just having a conversation, right? It's really, really interactive. And, yeah, I just, I, I just like people, and I like to have that, you know, have them ask questions, answer questions, and just have that conversation and see where they want to go. Let's quickly talk about the website before we wrap things up here a little bit. Lots of features on there, lots of great content. Uh, can you tell everybody a little bit about the website? Yeah, so love the website. And, you know, uh, the, the biggest thing is there's a free download, right? And it's, it's uh, a summary of my system. I call it the me factor. It's all about looking after yourself. How, you, how do you deal with stress? How do you overcome and avoid burnout? How do you create the life that works for you? And it's, it's the first thing you see on the uh, website. And I encourage anybody to get there, go get it, and it's free. And it's an audio download. And that particular thing is, is something that, you know, I'm sure we'll be talking about more as we go yep. forward. Um, but that is something, that's my system that I used to help me deal with burnout myself, but then also avoid burnout. And what's interesting is, you know, as I was, you know, running my practice, I actually found that probably about 95% of my clients had something that was off based on this system. And so the system actually applied to a whole ton of people, not just me. So I said, okay, well, you know what? Let me put this together and let me share it with other people so they can get the benefits that I got from it as well. But I, this, is, this is something that's absolutely personal to me. And my blood, sweat, and tears have gone into it. And, you know, I, I encourage anybody to get it. I just want to share it with everybody. Information. And we want to have a little fun. And mm-hmm. we want to be casual about how we do this. That is today's podcast. And each podcast, we're going to try to help you chip away at the stress monster and We're going to do it with some helpful advice and some tips. Now, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to drop us a note at our Twitter account, which is at 
Ask Dr. Gans, or also check out our Facebook page. If you love the show, tell us. And if you love to maybe pass along or suggest a subject you'd like mm-hmm. us to address, Absolutely. tell us, and we'll see what we can do as well. And once again, the website is AskDrGans.com. And uh, take a look at all the features on there. There's lots of great stuff. The Me Factor book, I'm just kind of digging into it now, and I'm kind of really enjoying it. Uh, thanks for your time today. You can chill. You can, right on. You know, we needed to find out a little bit right more about you here in the, in the opener, and there's more great podcasts to come. I'm Brent Griffiths, and thanks for listening. And tell your friends, and have a great day.